Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. My name is Janelle, and I am your host of the Pentecostal Backslider Podcast, where we talk about coming out of religion and into alignment. Now, first and foremost, I would like to apologize to all of you, my listeners, for releasing this episode and promoting this episode really later than I intended to. I recently made a very exciting move from the United States to Mexico, and I have been adjusting a lot these past few weeks. And I will tell you all about it in the future, but today is not that day. Today is all about Lysisha Franks-Smith, honey. So Lysisha is a licensed massage therapist and has had her own practice for seven years. She's an angel Reiki master and has been working with the archangels to help heal women mentally, physically, and spiritually. She is a wife, a mom of four, and a full-time grandmother of a beautiful baby boy. Ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and not in between, (laughs) please welcome Lysisha Franks-Smith. Welcome everybody, and I am so glad that you are here. I have the wonderful Lysisha on the phone, and we are going to talk about all things with massage therapy and angel Reiki. So say hello, Lysisha. Hello, everybody. Yes. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to hear more about your story um, and how you've come into where you are now. So this podcast for me is all about coming out of religion and into alignment. Mm. So can you tell me about your journey into alignment with your highest purpose? Wow. Um, the crazy thing is people ask me how, mm-hmm. um, I started this journey and mm-hmm. I actually don't know a starting point. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, um, even a young lady asked me yesterday and it's really hard to actually go back to a starting point. Mm-hmm. I remember times when I was a little girl, maybe four years old. Mm-hmm. And I had the dreams where I'm not sure if I was awake or asleep, but at the mm-hmm. time it actually felt like I was very awake. And mm-hmm. this thing, <laughs> this thing mm-hmm. that I was very afraid of, okay. I'm trying to get out of my room. It wouldn't let mm-hmm. me out of my room. Mm-hmm. And then I would have the dreams like the night terrors, you know, um, and the, um, gosh, the words are not even coming to me now. And I was afraid this would happen, but you know, the things that you have when Mm -hmm. you're trying to wake up, but you cannot Mm -hmm. wake up. Yes. Um, the paralysis, the sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Oh my gosh. Yes. I I had a whole experience. Yeah. I I would have those and I still have those to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I tell my dog, I'm like, you're fired because she's laying right there and she's like, she knows I'm, you know, in, in the dream, I'm trying to like say, help, help, help. And until it finally actually comes out of my mouth, then that's when my husband wakes me up. You know, um, I would see when I was in junior high school, I'd see Mm -hmm. this man sitting in our living room. And when I mentioned it to my mom, 
she mm-hmm. would, you know, ask, describe, what does he look like? And mm-hmm. I would, and, oh, that's your grandfather, which is her dad. Here's the crazy thing. Uh-huh. Well, not crazy. She never said, well, you're imagining things. Mm, that's said, amazing. Oh. Yeah. She, and, and it didn't even like it. I never like, wait a minute. She, she validated what I saw. Mm-hmm. That's but huge. It didn't dawn on me that she didn't say, oh, you know, I'm, you know, seeing things or I'm just being crazy. She never brushed it off. She actually mm-hmm. validated that I was seeing my granddad. That's amazing. And that's rare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's yeah. awesome. So, so she was open to that type of stuff. Like, was she open to. I really just realized having conversations with my mom just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago mm-hmm. that she was because my mother would see spirits when she was younger. Okay. And she actually just started sharing this with me because I've been more open to her about mm-hmm. my journey. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my mom would have, she called them death dreams because she had no idea what else to call them. Yeah. Yeah. It um, feels like death sleep paralysis. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never heard it before, but she was told that she was born with the veil over her face. Oh yeah. I've heard of that. And that yeah. means that you're like, um, spiritually inclined in this life. Yes. So, um, that's, you know, how she was born and she would see, you know, people that, you know, had passed on, she knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, later on, she would have dreams of someone would die in the dream, someone mm-hmm. that she knew of. And days later, mm-hmm. um, they would pass away. And she oh. told my dad about it. And then after yeah. a while, the dreams would stop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my dad passed away in 2015. Mm-hmm. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Very close to my dad. And mm-hmm. it's when things really started happening to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. I didn't think too much of it. It was kind of, you know, just weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was finally when I got a, a reading done by a medium mm-hmm. and then my dad came through and then mm-hmm. she, she said, you know, that my dad was playing with me and I didn't <laughs> know it was him. You know, oh, uh-huh. my mother-in-law would come through who's you know, who's on the other side. And she'd say that she was playing with the dog. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. there's these, you know, there's things going on. So is that the explanation to it? Right. You know, um, one of my clients was talking to, I had never been in energy work. I've been a licensed massage therapist for seven and a half years. Very cool. And we learned a little bit about energy work. And I was like, nope, not doing that. You're not going <laughs> to wave your hand over me and tell me I'm healed. And and it would be like, they're like, oh, do you feel that? And I'm like, nope. And yeah. I, I wasn't. You weren't feeling it. Right, I wasn't feeling it. And it just looked weird to me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. You know, and plus, you know, going to church, yeah. Southern Baptist churches, and then I'm looking at the pastor, you know, everybody's at the altar and I'm seeing people fall out. And I'm like, you pushed her down. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, I, I saw the force. She didn't just crawl out in the Holy yeah. Spirit. You, you pushed her down. You know? Yeah. So again, I didn't really get the whole laying on of hands thing. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. But going back to being younger... A lot of things happened to me younger that I couldn't explain. Yeah. I remember being in a church. 
I have no idea how old I was. Very, very young though, five, six, mm-hmm. maybe seven years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, you know, having to stay with my aunt that summer mm-hmm. and they were casting demons out of this lady. Oh. And I remember being able to see the demons. Oh shit. What did they look like? They, it was just dark shadows mm-hmm. and they were flying around the table that they had this lady on mm-hmm. just kind of swirling around swirling around they came out and they left mm. where'd was, they go girl look i was a kid <laughs> i was hiding under them pews okay because yeah. i saw that and Dude, like yeah. i was like okay this ain't right but mm-hmm. i was able to see that and mm-hmm. i just like hid under the pews but i saw yeah. it but that's such a powerful experience to have, like, as a young person who's coming into their gifts and talents, because we are not helpless in the spiritual realm. And I think that there's a lot of fear around mediumship or anything having to do with the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's that fear of, oh, you're going to invite demons in X, Y, Z. But, you know, you're not just, you know, some helpless human being. We have as human beings, we have power to cast things out, call things in, conjure things up. And it's just a matter of knowing what you're doing right. and having the support you need um, and not doing anything that like, don't be foolish. You know, it, it's it's common sense there. But um, but so how did that, how did that experience seeing those demons cast out, like literally seeing them in the space shape your walk? Like, did that not strike fear into your heart about your gifts and how did that affect you um, to today? The way it affected me today was knowing that, that, okay, I know that there's evil out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know because I saw it for myself mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. evil can get into people, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, and because of the scripture Mm -hmm. that Jesus said, you will do greater works than me. Mm -hmm. I realized that God has given me the gift. He has given me the power to Mm -hmm. be able to do the things that Jesus has done walking on this earth. And because he said greater works. Mm-hmm. That means I can do more than he's done or either more powerful. Mm-hmm. One of the two. He just said greater. So I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But it means that I can do what he's done. It means yeah. that I can heal people. It means that I can r- remove demons. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing it in my power. I'm mm-hmm. doing it in his power. I'm doing oh. it through God. You know, That's beautiful. so I don't claim to be mm-hmm. the almighty, the all power, the healer. Mm-hmm. I just claim to do it in Jesus's strength, in mm-hmm. Jesus' name. You know, what's wow. given to me is given to me by God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I grew up always going to church. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you're the, the, pen, the backslide, the, what, the Pentecostal, <laughs> Pentecostal backslider? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> ever since January, I've seriously... I don't know. I don't even know if it's just called backsliding. I think what it is, is my eyes have opened Mm. to what people in church say that Mm. has to be done. Mm -hmm. And certain scriptures are picked out per se. Mm. 
versus mm-hmm. what I know in my spirit says is okay. Right. right. You know, so- I'm tired of Old Testament living. Jesus mm-hmm. didn't die on the cross so that I still have to live in the Old Testament. Mm. I was having that conversation with my mom. I was like, mom, if we're still living Old Testament lives, then mm. we're nailing Jesus on the cross all over again. Mm. That's and, so powerful. And over and over and over. He didn't come. You know, I, I, I truly believe the Old Testament teaches us the history. Mm-hmm. But... And yeah, and history is there for us to learn. Yeah. But I just don't feel like that's our marching orders. Right. Like we don't Jesus, have to live in that Old right. Testament. Right. Jesus gave us our marching orders in the New Testament. And they were very <laughs> short and simple. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I think it's so inspiring how you find um, permission to go about your gifts in the Bible. While a lot of people have found their um, the Bible has been used against their gifts and talents yes. or like fear into it. So your perspective is so powerful to hear. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to circle back to uh-huh. um, your, your dreams as a child and seeing the spirits and stuff. Um, so did you ever get, so as you're older now, you know, you're an adult, um, do you have more clarity on those instances and have you asked, um, have you asked for that clarity? Do you, in hindsight, right, you can you can go back and feel the things you felt in the fear, but do you have any more knowledge or clarity about what was happening at the time as an adult? I, I can only say that it was just to prepare me. Mm, okay. When I was a kid, I, I saw a lot of dark stuff. Yeah, and it's interesting that the dark stuff, that you were seeing dark things, because, right. you know, I... I guess I'll share my experience on the show with sleep paralysis. My goodness. So I always knew that (laughs) I always knew that I was a little different. I mean, I feel like I could have picked up on the cues because I received my, you know, my tongue speaking in tongue language Mm -hmm. in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And um, ever since then, you know, it was very, my parents took it very seriously. They were like, wow, this is a gift. We need to cultivate this. Like they did the laying of the hands, like, you know, and they did the woo-woo, but in the Christian sense. And I, right. I was kind of raised in that tradition, right. but not too much, not as far as I'm going now. <laughs> so I'm kind of in uncharted waters, but I remember um, I got it at that age and I just felt such an intense energy in my sacral and uh, solar plexus. I know now know that's what it is. Just like the spirit was in me. Like it just felt like wind. And I was like, okay, so something's coming alive. Awesome. And um Whenever I would have bad dreams, even to this day, in my dreams, I would just speak in tongues. Like, that's what I knew how to do. That's what warded off the energy. I would just speak in my tongue and it wouldn't be a problem. Now, with sleep paralysis, I don't remember how old I was. I maybe it was high school. Anyways, I remember I went to sleep in my room and um, then I woke up and felt this really heavy presence in the space. And usually in my room, I could like see the walls and stuff because there's light, but there was one corner that was just pitch black and I'm getting chills thinking about it. And then I was, fell back asleep and I felt the presence on top of me. And it felt like it was like speaking into my ear, like this weird tongue. I was like, oh my gosh, what the fuck is this? Like, I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was terrified. 
And I knew not to look at the time because I knew that I would associate that time with fear. So I was like, don't look at the time because every time you go to bed at this time, you're going to try it. You're going to conjure up this energy. So I, you know, that I sucked it up and I, and I took it, whatever. And then I told my family and they were like, oh my gosh, because you know, our house is prayed over. Like that energy is not welcome in here. And I don't really have any clarity of what has happened since then, but I have practices that I use protection practices. Um, you know, with it, whether it's incense or Palo Santo or crystals or intention or oils, you know, I'm covered now. Back then, I didn't really, I was really pa- leaning on my parents' covering more than my own. Right. Um, and, but yeah, so I've had that experience with sleep paralysis and it sucked, right? Like that, that could have scared me shitless, but I'm still, um, I mean, it, it is kind of a scary thing to happen. Have you had a presence like on top of you before? Only when I was younger, when I was like uh, maybe three or four, that it 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 wasn't on top of me, but it was there at my door when I was trying to get out of my room. I could see it. It wouldn't let me out of my room. Like so you couldn't the, walk through. The door would be cracked, and it was on the other side of the door. I could see it there, uh... and it would not let me out of my room. That's the last time I saw it. I've never seen it since then. But I do still have the sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. So do you have any clarity about, you know, why the sleep paralysis occurs? I know there's scientific reasons, but have you had any intuition oh. or any type of like, you know, knowledge about this? Because like, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I really don't. My grandson mm-hmm. last year, um, well, not sleep paralysis, night terrors. He has night terrors, mm-hmm. but not sleep mm-hmm. paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, he started having them last year. Oh. And well, good thing he has you because you've been yeah, through it and you are strapped yeah. up, spiritually strapped. Okay. Right. Yes. So it's not going to be. Yeah. But, okay. um, and so what we started doing was before we go to bed and he's three and a half now. So this is when he was two and a half. Oh, wow. So what we started doing was praying over him before he go to bed. And then we mm-hmm. would let him say the words himself. Yeah. At that yeah. age, he doesn't know what he's saying, but we would let mm-hmm. him say the words himself as well mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. going to bed. And mm-hmm. in doing that, because he would have them night after night after night. That makes you scared to fall asleep at a certain point. Yeah. So you know, two and a half was, old. Yeah. So, and he was sleeping with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would just, that we noticed the nights that we prayed and let him say the words, he wouldn't have them. Ah, uh, see, yep, stepping into your power. Yeah. I feel like that's a theme here because yeah. I, because for a long time in my life, I just leaned on my parents' faith uh-huh. instead of really tapping into my own. Yeah. But whenever I received my, um, my tongue, my language, like that has been like my spiritual sword in a sense. And, you know, I don't really... Now, kind of now come to think of it, I don't really practice speaking it very often. My uh-huh. my parents always encourage me, like, you know, it's praying tongues, praying tongues, this, yeah. that. Um, and I do it whenever, sometimes I do it whenever I'm feeling something so strongly and I don't have words for it. And I'm just like, like I'm pissed about something and I need to talk to God. Or I'm excited about something, I need to talk to God. Or I just, you know, because it just like translates the energy into right. a, you know, a conduit and it just feels like a flow. Mm-hmm. Now, I rarely ever, because I know, you know, one of the gifts is like being able to interpret tongues. And I do have a friend who is able to kind of do that. Wow. I I just kind of speak it and go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't really, yeah. I'm not really listening either for back. I just kind of feel into right. uh, the energy. I think it communicates back differently, like maybe more my body. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it sounds to me like one of your strongest clairs is clairvoyance. Is that, would you consider that to be true? Sometimes. Sometimes? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Um, I think probably more when I was a little girl, my, my mm-hmm. strong clairvoyance and I didn't know it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I didn't serious. even realize it then. Yeah. The thing about it is like, no matter what your clear is, if you're not aware of it, it'll kick your ass. <laughs> I mean, in my experience, yeah. because my my strongest clear is claircognizance and also clairsentience, which is clear yeah. feeling. Claircognizance is mine and sentience is mine as well. Yeah. 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 And so that empathy plays a huge role in that. Yeah. And I did not know, I did not get a good handle on boundaries until maybe college. Uh-huh. So I thought of it as more of a curse than a gift because I was mm-hmm. like, what am I feeling everything that everyone's feeling? And I feel like shit and I went to unalive, you yeah. know, like that's, so I feel like if you're spiritually inclined, having those gifts and being aware of those gifts, I mean, everyone has them, but some people are just more inclined to them than others. Being aware of those gifts and um, uh, preparing yourself and protecting yourself accordingly right. are necessary things to do. Otherwise, you kind of feel like you're out in the deep, you know? So I'm actually teaching my grandson now. He is intuitive. He has no idea. Really? He has, he has no idea. Um, when I So I have a lot of different crystal necklaces. Typically, when I put one on, he'll, he will always say, oh, grandma, your, your necklace is so pretty. Well, mm-hmm. I had a headache one day. And I read mm-hmm. that kyanite is good for head pain. So I okay. put my black kyanite necklace on and he comes up to me. He mm-hmm. didn't even know I had a headache. He just said, Grandma, is this going to make your head feel better? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like anybody else would be, okay, that's a creepy little boy. But, <laughs> but he knew my head was better and he mm-hmm. instinctively knew that that's why I put that necklace on. Mm. So, Maybe it's clear sentience is something that's strong for him. Yeah. Maybe he was feeling your pain yeah. a little bit. So he he has his own little pouch of crystals now. He loves oh. he, he he of course he just calls them his rocks and he's mm-hmm. got enough. There's seven of them. He has enough for a whole chakra set. And <sighs> and and he doesn't even realize that what I'm teaching him is mm-hmm. his crystals give him power. Mm. Now he knows that they give him power, but mm-hmm. He was scared to go into the garage because the garage is dark. Yeah. And so I said, we'll take your crystal with you. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's going to give me power. I said, yeah, baby. So he goes into the dark garage and mm-hmm. puts the bottle in the recycle bin. Um, another instance is I had a headache. And mm-hmm. he said, Grandma, you want me to give you power? I said, yeah, baby. So he said, which rock do I use? I said, use the purple one. It was the amethyst. Mm-hmm. So he put the amethyst on my forehead. And he said, does it feel better now, Grandma? I said, well, you have to pray. So he put his hand on my forehead. He says, dear God, thank you for my food. Amen. (laughs) That's precious. Oh, that's so precious. I gave you power. Does it feel better? I said, baby, it's going to be better. (laughs) So, you know, here's the thing. For anybody that's listening to this, that have children, um, the thing is, it's like you said, speaking, speaking on your own instead of leaning. Of course, I'm going to pray over my baby, mm-hmm. but it's teaching him. You know what I'm saying? It's teaching him using those words, even though he said, dear God, thank you for my food. Yeah. I honestly believe God is going to honor that. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? God is going to God is going to honor what I am teaching him to do is lay his hands on mm-hmm. me to heal my body. 
You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what I'm teaching him. And he's not even realizing it yet yeah. because I Jesus. do believe he has gifts. So yeah. God is going to honor that. When he sees that I'm not feeling good, he senses it. He feels it. He knows it. So Mm -hmm. baby, lay your hands on that place. Mm -hmm. We leave Mm -hmm. out in the morning. Daycare is literally like two, three minutes away from home. So we Mm -hmm. leave and I'm teaching him. Okay, let's say our prayer. Dear God, thank you for grandma. Dear God, thank you for mommy. Dear, Thank you for granddaddy. Thank you for this. Thank you for my friends at daycare. Thank you for that. And then he'll say, mommy, don't forget to say, God, I love you. That's right. Dear God, I love you. And we say, amen. So I'm teaching him how to be thankful first thing yes. in the morning. You yes. know, the gratitude practice is so huge, yeah. especially in the energy field. Yeah. You know, so we're putting that out there. Those are his words. That's what he wants. And yeah. when we're teaching our children like that, we're mm-hmm. changing that mindset. We're putting, yeah. like you said, putting things out there into the universe. Whether mm-hmm. someone wants their child to use crystals or not, they don't have to use crystals, yeah. but they can use their hands for something good. Absolutely. You know, I want to, this is the perfect segue to talk into your journey with massage therapy mm-hmm. and angel Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, it both requires the laying of the hands on yes. people. Now, my question to you is when you are doing this work with for clients long distance or in person, mm-hmm. how do you um, protect yourself from any type of, you know, energy that is just doesn't know where to go? Or like, how do you seal yourself in protective light before you do work on others? Because being hands on that transfer of energy is very powerful and you never want to pick up anyone's like, you know, spiritual pollution on accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um so I do what I'm supposed to do. However, I don't want to say that I'm not doing the best job. Mm-hmm. I think that some people's energy is just stronger mm-hmm. than I realized. So mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you what I mean. So this when you ask, okay, I'll answer your question. I didn't realize that when I became a massage therapist that I was supposed to ground myself. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it didn't start happening to me right away. I've been doing this again for seven and a half years. Again, when we were in school, my teacher is teaching us how to ground ourselves. I was like, yeah, I don't need to do any of that. All of that stuff looks silly to me. Yeah because I didn't understand it. I didn't really get a good understanding of what, why do I need to grant? Why do I, I don't understand why I need to hold on to a wooden stick. Dr. Chan, right. don't need to know why I need to do that. Don't understand it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone told me before I became a massage therapist, when we were in church and you know how you hold your neighbor's hand and she touched my hand and my hand was very hot to her. Mm-hmm. This was years before I thought about becoming a massage therapist. But later on, when I told her I'm a massage therapist, she Mm -hmm. reminded me of that day Mm -hmm. in church. And she said, you need to make sure you have a wooden stick to ground yourself. She said, because you're going to pick up on people's energy. Uh, Okay. Why wood? Because wood grounds your energy when you're, Mm -hmm. when you're touching people. Mm-hmm. And then after you massage people, if you had just have a wooden stick and you hold on, that energy will transfer into that wooden stick and neutralize it. Oh, nice. Didn't know. I just learned something today. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, 
Yeah. Think I got a wooden stick yet? No, but <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get you that wooden stick, Lantisha. I'm gonna go get I'm gonna I'm going to um a mall today and I'm hopefully I'm, I can find me one because I want a pretty one. I don't know right. why I'm gonna be picking particular about a pretty one, but that's what I want. But anyway, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to I want to find one that's like has an African design to it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You want so, it to feel like personalized. Yeah. I get that. But that's that's what she warned me of. And it didn't, I actually didn't start. I got licensed in 2014. Mm -hmm. Dad passed away after Mm -hmm. dad passed away. That's, I guess the veil started thinning for me. Mm -hmm. That's kind of when I started to have, I guess, a second awakening. (laughs) Um, When I started to become sensitive to things. Yeah. When I started to massage people, I, I'd be fine, but my client would have a migraine. Now, all of a sudden, I have a migraine. Oh, yeah. You do not. Migraines suck. And if there's oh. any opportunity to get one, you want to dodge that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my clients would have back pain. I feel fine. But now that they're done and their yeah. back feels better, now I have now my it's client comes in all grouchy. They text me, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Thank you. And I go home feeling grouchy. So I'm like, what in the world? I still didn't dawn on me. Like, why am I going home? Why am I going home? And my body aches so doggone bad for days. Mm. And it finally dawns on me. I'm picking up these people's energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I took a class mm-hmm. a year ago. because my very first metaphysical class. Cool. And that's when I learned about grounding. Mm. Pink and so has it changed? Has yeah. it changed practice since pink then? Bubble. I was like, nope, pink. I'm not girly girl. I don't like pink. <laughs> so, so I refuse to put a pink bubble around me. So there's mm-hmm. another therapist. We both have our own business, but we work in the same office suite. She's like, why do you have a problem with pink? I said, because it's pink. She yeah. was like, well, what's your favorite color? I said, blue. She said, then put a freaking blue bubble. I was like, <laughs> but it's a bubble and that sounds dumb. She's like, well, girl, how do you see yourself? I said, I'm a freaking warrior princess. She was like, okay, then be a warrior princess with something blue. I said, okay, I am this like warrior goddess and I have this blue shield and then my blue sword. She said, all right, then use that for your protection because it's all about the intention, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So most of the times I'll go outside, I'll ground myself, meaning I just stand outside. I don't take my shoes off all the time because my dog poops out there. But anyway, (laughs) I'm a little, look, I might not be, I'm a little bougie, but I'm, 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 right. I'm tomboy bougie. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's all right. <laughs> but, you know, I imagine the tree roots running mm-hmm. past my feet, mm-hmm. wrapping around my feet, going mm-hmm. all the way down into the earth and tugging, mm-hmm. holding me tight. Nice. nice. And then I've got my blue shield of protection and my sword. And then I also ask God, you know, surround me with your hedge of protection as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time that works, but then I have some people who just has that bad vibey energy. Mm-hmm. You, you, you notice it before it comes yeah. in. It's a feeling I get like, 
oh man, it's going to be a bad day. It's, it's before I even walk in my office and then there's the client mm-hmm. and it's the client who complains about everything, but they keep mm-hmm. coming back for your freaking massage. Yeah. Yeah. They complain about the decor. They complain about the oil you use. They complain oh, really? about girl, but they keep coming back. Yeah. Do you ever turn people down? Hell no. No. <laughs> I asked, I asked God, I said, God, yeah. why do I keep massaging this lady? Why do you have, because I said, God, don't bring anybody to me that I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to have. And mm-hmm. I asked him why, why? And he said, because she needs you. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I said, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she complains, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you'll see a change, a shift in energy after so many sessions. How long have you been massaging this client? Like a year, a couple months, a couple weeks? Oh, God. Oh, Lord. It's before the pandemic. Okay. That's years. Yes. That's years. Yes. Wow. So, well, next time we're going to do the whole House of Mirrors thing on her. Mm, what's that? So let's get witchy with it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just put mirrors all around a person. I put my person in a whole house of mirrors. You know, like when you go to a carnival and you walk into that house of mirrors and everywhere you turn, there's mirrors. Yeah. I put my people that are like that, that just really needs to see themselves for who they are when they're just, Mm -hmm. they're just nasty people. Like they're Mm -hmm. not intentionally nasty, but when they Mm -hmm. talk and they think they know everything, but they're so negative, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Oh, guess what I'm going to do? I'm I'm mm-hmm. expanding my business. Oh, you're not ready to do that yet. You're not prepared for that. That type of person right there who comes in nasty. Oh, you're yeah. using blue sheets again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's person I put in a house of mirrors. You're in the house of mirrors. There's no entrance, no exit. And everywhere you turn, you're going to be able to see yourself for the person that you are. For how you treat others, for even how you treat yourselves, because those people don't really love themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I put them in there for a whole week. And I have noticed there's some people, my, my, oh, my dental tech. (laughs) I purposely wore my T-shirt and said, do not disturb my vibe that day when I went in there. Absolutely. And she was talking and I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready to choke her, but she's got tools in her hand. So <laughs> she's got the sharp tools. You can't and choke then her. I visually put her in the house of mirrors and I'm telling you right then and there, her conversation mm-hmm. changed. Wow. Okay. Just the visual visualization yes. made the difference. Yes. yes. I had to put my husband in one too and whisper. Oh, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to go in. Because I have four children, they're not biologically his. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, yes, my my daughter, one of them mm-hmm. is a piece of work. I totally understand. But when he's bitching and complaining about him over and over again, I don't want to hear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. So I had to put him in one. And I'm telling you, like later on, he was like, I understand what you're saying. If somebody was complaining to me all the time about that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to hear it either. I was like, whoa. Wow. That crap when they work. come to the realization, that's so yes. powerful. Yeah. You know, I, I do I do similar visualizations when I'm having really tough conversations with loved ones. I um I imagine that we're speaking through a rose, mm-hmm. right? 
Mm -hmm. rows of neutrality and of love and compassion. Mm -hmm. And whenever I feel the energy is really high on either side, I'm like, okay, there's a rose between us. And when we speak, it passes through the rose and into the other person's ears. And that really shifts. I mean, when I've done that, that's really shifted the conversation. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk a little bit more about angel Reiki and that's what you, that's oh. what you specialize in. So can you talk a little bit more about what angel Reiki is and how did you get into angel? Cause I know there are different types of it. All right. So yeah. So the only reason I even wanted to do Reiki in the first place was because it's the modality. It, it can be hands-on. It could be hands-off meaning like it's a laying on of hands. Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't have to even touch the client. You don't even have to even be in the room with the client. You can do it via zoom. I wanted something because I've been, most people say that after you've been a massage therapist for seven years, your career is over. I don't feed into crap like that. I don't let anybody tell me how my future is going to be shaped. Yeah. Which is determined by me, but I did want something that was going to be easier on my body. That was Mm -hmm. the only reason I even chose Reiki. You know, I was like, okay, energy work is good. You know? So um after like all right i want to do reiki i had been listening to this podcast by julie jancis mm-hmm. um angel stories angel yeah angel and awakening they're angel stories and mm-hmm. i was really digging her podcast i've been listening to her for over a year and then she advertised her angel reiki course so mm-hmm. i was like okay cool I, yeah. I i felt like i knew her after listening to her podcast Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and after looking into it, what I didn't like about Reiki was the hand movements. Mm-hmm. I, I need to be able to do something that I can really get down with. Yeah. Traditional Reiki is you use hand movements. Mm-hmm. Angel Reiki, there are no hand movements. Mm-hmm. Angel Reiki involves God and it involves the archangels. And that's yeah. what made me fall in love with angel reiki Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. you know you you call god in on the scene okay that's the big man and then you call in his archangels and really whatever archangels you want to work with Mm -hmm. i like to work mainly with archangel michael because i feel Mm -hmm. like he's my man and Mm -hmm. then archangel raphael archangel raphael likes to go in and do the healing and um Yesterday, this um, young lady, she talked about um, she and her husband had been trying for a baby. And I was like, look, I don't do any guarantees. That chakra was closed. When I hovered over it, I didn't get any buzzing. I didn't feel any energy in that chakra Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to have Archangel Raphael come in there. We're going to work on that chakra, have him go Mm -hmm. in. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some blockage, maybe there's some scar tissues, but I'm going to have him go in there and see what's going on, mm-hmm. have his army fix what's going on. And mm-hmm. of course, we got to work on God's will and God's time, okay, mm-hmm. for your reproductive system. Right. You know, and ask God to bring you a baby, whatever that may, because that may look like adoption or that just may look like you just be the best auntie in the whole entire world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I I typically do laying on of hands. I hover mm-hmm. over the chakras, mm-hmm. see what needs to be open, see what needs to be dug out, yeah. see what the body is holding on to. A lot of it is past trauma yeah. that we're holding on to. Mm-hmm. One chakra can be blocked, like the heart chakra can be blocked and it mm-hmm. is affecting our throat 
and mm-hmm. our third eye and crown chakra, right? You know, or vice versa. Um, yeah. The heart is blocked. It could be affecting the chakras below. Mm-hmm. So you know, it and it really just depends. A lot of times, you know, I like to help women. You know, when I ask what's going on mentally, physically, and spiritually, what's mm-hmm. going on? Because mm-hmm. um, when our body, you, we as women. We as daughters, we as mothers, aunties, friends, we work, we own businesses. There's so much on our plates. Yes. You know, we take on so much. We as empaths, we take on so much. We need to sit down and just Mm -hmm. release it. And there's a way that we can clear our own chakras, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you need someone to hold that space for you and let go, you know? It's I nice agree. to do that, to just let somebody just hold that space. And when people ask me how often, I tell people once a month, you need to clear your chakras. Mm. There's so much that we put on ourselves, but yeah. there's so much, like you said, just outside pollution yeah. that gets involved, that gets mm-hmm. inside of us and gets stuck. And we yeah. don't know how to let it go. Sometimes something just grabbed a hold of you and, 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 won't even let go. And sometimes we don't even know what it is, but somebody else can see it with their Mm -hmm. third eye or somebody Mm -hmm. else can feel it. And Mm -hmm. they'll say, girl, you got some junk here, you know, that just needs to let go. And it's stopping you. It's holding you back from your highest potential so that you can go forth and help others and be the best that you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So with Angel Reiki, um, have you ever worked with Archangel Raziel? I have um, not. I have not. And he's okay. never come through for me either. No, because he always comes through for me whenever I use my angel tarot. Like, okay. I know Archangel Raziel is the, in the deck, um, is the one that's associated with uh, Virgo. And I'm a Virgo son. Uh-huh. Um, and so whenever I pull that card, I feel like it's confirmation. But Raziel, I feel like, well, from what I know, Raziel is like an angel of like mystic knowledge and occult mm-hmm. knowledge and all of that. And I think that for the longest time, I thought he was assigned to me because his card would always come up and whenever it would come up, I would feel such a peace. Oh, wow. um, but you work specifically with Raphael and Michael. Yeah. Because they're just the two that just always show up for me. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, now there are times, sometimes Uriel, sometimes Gabriel show up. Sometimes mm-hmm. Haniel will come through, you know, and I also just connect with your guides as well. I have my guides connect with your guides, my higher self connect with your higher self to also help me through, you know, what's going on. Um, she's got low back pain. What is this low back pain from? Why is there low back pain? You know, mm-hmm. and how can you feel how can you tell the difference between Gabriel, Michael? Like, how do you know which one is which? They will usually tell me their names. Oh, okay. I get so you're pretty good with names. They that's that's just how I know. I don't typically see color, so I can't say, "Oh, Haniel is associated with this color." So mm-hmm. I don't see color, so they they know to tell me their names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they know your strengths. They know your strengths. Yes, yes, oh. <laughs> yes. So. Lysisha, mm-hmm. can you please tell the audience where they can find you, where they can get some angel Reiki from you? What are your social media handles? How can we get in contact with you? Ooh, let's see. I am on Instagram at angelworks with a Z73. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. My website is www.healinghands with the s of newburn.com. Mm-hmm. And on there you will see uh, my Reiki. I do 30 minutes. 30 minutes is for if you just have a particular issue that you want to work with. Yeah. Um, and then I can quickly go through and make sure your chakras are clear. Or if you're like, look, I've got, this is heavy duty. I've got a lot going on here and you need mm-hmm. a one hour session. So you can pick a 30 minute session. You can pick a one hour session. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're local to me, I live in New Bern, North Carolina. You can come mm-hmm. to my office or you can do it via Zoom. The price is the same. You know, you go to my website, send you the information. If you don't know anything about chakras, I mean, this kind of, you know, I can explain all that to you, get you some more information. But yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Lysisha. I really enjoyed talking with you today. Awesome. All right. Bye. See you later.